Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and confidence coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence, own your self-worth, and to elevate all areas of your life. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DNMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best vision of yourself and live a life you truly love and deserve. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I am your host, Evie, and I'm here today to share another juicy DM with me. Just a little side note here that intro just gets me fired up every time. And I share this selfishly because that is so me. Like that was my creation and it was so me and it makes me still feel alive every time I listen to it. So before I'm about to record these podcasts, I always listen to the intro and then I'm like, boom, record, away we go. <laughs> just a little tidbit. But I think that's also just a wonderful example of how things feel when you're so in alignment and when you're true to your most authentic self and you're sharing that expression of yourself your your fullest expression of you and absolutely this is this is where I do that stuff for me personally so anyway side note today's conversation is inspired by a conversation that I had with one of my one-on-one coaching clients recently and that is around the fear and the uncomfortableness of personal growth of any kind of transformative experience, any kind of evolution, whatever you want to call it, right? And I think sometimes the personal development world, especially on social media, for example, I think sometimes there's a disservice here because they're only really showing the end results or how wonderful It is, and it's showing all of the positives around it. And don't get me wrong here, I am a huge believer in personal development and investing in yourself through a coach or something similar so that you can grow and learn and evolve as a human, right? I believe that that's what we're here to do on this lifetime. So don't get me wrong, I'm a huge supporter and believer, clearly, as a coach myself, but I think sometimes online we can only get one si- a one-sided view of it where we're seeing like the good side, the happiness, the positives, the growth, the transformations at the end. But I don't think we talk about the messy middle enough. And so today I want to talk about the messy middle. I want to open up the conversation to a more realistic view or... Um, a more realistic reflection of what it sometimes can feel like on the inside when you're doing the work, when you're doing the inner work. And this is just a personal example and also examples as I have supported numerous amount of clients through this journey themselves. But that does not necessarily mean that your journey has to be the same. 
every single client, every single human is different and their journey and their internal world and their internal experience is going to be so different. And so I'm going to be talking to some of the themes and the ideas that I think are common that come through. But this is by no means a be all and end all. This is not the right way. This is just Uh, Yeah, just some themes and ideas that come through. Your experience is your experience and we do not need to judge it or label it as right or wrong. I'm just opening up the conversation to add a dose of reality and a dose of real and rawness uh, through this. And also just to really drive home this whole concept that personal growth Like the growth happens in the journey, throughout the journey, not in the outcome. The growth happens in the journey, not the outcome. I think sometimes, especially when we're doing the challenging inner work, we can really want to fast forward, you know, a couple of months, six months, a year down the track until when we've stepped into that version of ourselves that we want to, or we've moved past the big challenge in our world or the big hurdles that we're facing currently. And that's normal, right? That's our mind, our ego, our inner critic, trying to bypass the fear, trying to bypass the uncomfortableness, trying to jump to the end point, right? Because we're always wanting to feel good on the inside, essentially, you know, we're hardwired to feel that way. So we're always like, okay, where's the fear? Oh, no, avoid that. That's uncomfortable. Don't do that. Let's jump into how can we move past that, bypass it so that we can get back into feeling really good, feeling happy, feeling good on the inside, right? And when I say good, I mean that almost in quotation marks, because remember fear on the inner critic is designed to look out for danger and fear, right? And so it interprets feeling good as being in your comfort zone. So feeling comfortable. But that's not your home, right? There's there's a really important distinction between comfortableness and home. And Millie and I talked about this on the podcast I did with her uh, several episodes back about your worth. And I'll link that in the show notes. But we talk about this idea that While being comfortable feels good, it feels comfortable, you're in your safe zone, you're in your comfort zone, and you're not stretching yourself too much, it feels good, it feels familiar, and that's where our inner critics, our minds, our egos love us to be, because it's it's safe, right? But there's a big difference between feeling comfortable and feeling at home. And when I talk about feeling at home, I mean in your body, in tune with your intuition, in tune with your soul, feeling like you're in alignment and living your most authentic self, living your most authentic life. And that doesn't always equal being in your safe zone. That doesn't always mean being in your comfort zone and playing it safe and feeling comfortable all of the time, right? But it feels so good because it's in alignment with you. It's true for you. You're using your inner wisdom and guidance from your intuition to to live your life essentially. And so there's something so beautiful and, and undeniable about that inner feeling of just, I'm at home. I'm so true to myself here. It feels so right. 
But within that, it can still feel like we're taking big scary leaps of faith. We're jumping out of our comfort zone at times. We're stretching ourselves. We're growing. We're putting our most authentic self out to the world. And so that's going to come some fear, some doubts, some unknowns, some what ifs, some possibilities, right? That our inner critic will be jumping up and down trying to alert us to. Yeah, do you want to live in comfort or do you want to live at home? Like in your body, do you want to just feel comfort all the time? No scariness, just comfort all the time, but potentially and quite possibly not feeling at home, not feeling in alignment, not feeling true to yourself, not living out your true potential. Or do you want to feel at home? I certainly know the one that I've chosen and the one that feels so so good once you're there so that's another thought to think about but let's talk about the journey to getting home let's talk about the journey of coming home of coming back to your true self sometimes that's that you know that's the messy middle this is the icky bit this is the work but the work happens in the journey right so something that was coming up was this idea that she just wanted to jump forward. She just wanted to be like, okay, can we just like fast forward the next six to 12 months and just get over this massive hurdle and challenge in her world? And while, you know, the human in me totally understands that and gets that right, we don't want to feel the challenges. We don't want to feel the uncomfortableness, the icky, the emotions, the fear, the doubts, the uncertainties, all of that stuff that comes along the way with it. Of course, we're just like, I I know that it's the right thing to do, but it's so painful while I'm in it. I just want to jump forward to the end when I know that I'm going to be over half of this. You know, I'm going to have released a lot of the emotion. I'm going to have to move through the fear. I'm going to have to work through all this stuff to enable me to get through this. But here's the thing, is that if you don't change, if you don't do the journey, sorry, then you don't change because the growth happens in the journey. So if we just jump forward to the end result, then you wouldn't be a different person. You would be the same person with a different external world, for example. Do you know what I mean? I wanted to share an analogy in here that I shared with this particular client that I love when I talk about the transformation that happens with personal development and inner work. And that is that you're a glass bottle, right? So you yourself as a glass bottle. So your figure, your body is in one fixed position, right? It's it's solid, it's glass. And the you're basically standing looking at the ocean of possibilities, looking at the all of the possibilities that you have for your lifetime. And at the moment, you can only, you only have capacity to hold on to a certain amount of water, right? You're a fixed form. So you can only hold a certain amount of water, a certain amount of stuff, a certain amount of possibilities, right? Unless you change your figure, unless you change the glass bottle, right? Essentially yourself, And so what happens is that we have to be brave enough to run back into the fire, to be remolded, to be reshaped, to grow, to expand 
in order to hold more. So we have to run back into the fire in order to grow, to evolve and to expand, to be able to hold more, to be able to step into the vision of ourselves that we need to be in order to have the external things or feel the internal things that we're wanting to feel on a day-to-day basis. So it's like you can see your true potential, you can see the things that you're wanting to create, feel, experience and manifest into your world, but in order to have those things, in order to experience those things, we have to run back in the fire to change, to do the inner work in order to hold that. Does that make sense? Otherwise, if we don't, we're literally going to be the same person so the same glass bottle but maybe just with an extra few external things attached for example but we would be the same and so that's where the law law of attraction comes in and manifesting comes in is that if we haven't changed to believe that we're worthy of those things or we haven't changed to cultivate that worth within us that self-belief the inner confidence if we haven't dialed down the inner critic that pulls us out of all of those things then we're just going to keep repelling them so even if they did come into our world or if they came closer to us we wouldn't grab hold of them and keep them because we wouldn't have felt worthy of them or we wouldn't have developed the self-belief to to achieve that thing or to have that thing or experience that thing in our lives you know we wouldn't have the relationships that we really want if we haven't changed internally because the biggest thing about relationships is about you it's not about the other person of course it's a partnership yes and we're side we're side shooting here but you've got to change in order to become the person that you want to be for your dream relationship, right? And so all of this comes down to being brave enough to run back into the fire, being courageous and taking action in order to grow, to evolve, to expand, to hold more, to feel, to create, to have the things that you're really wanting in life. And so this is where it's so, so, so helpful to have supportive people around you who are lifting you up, who are guiding you along, who are encouraging you to do the really hard, scary shit in order to change. Because it's scary as hell to run back into the fire. I get it. I've done it several times. But we have to. We really have to, because otherwise, like I say, you're trans- you won't have that transformation. Maybe you'll bring in those things into your external world, but you won't feel worthy of them, or you won't want to hold on to them, or keep them, or own them, because you don't feel like they're yours on the inside, because you haven't changed and grown to hold them. Make sense? So having someone supportive with you, Investing in some coaching support, investing in a healer or a therapist or whatever it is for you specifically, but having those people who are there to support you and guide you through the really hard stuff is invaluable. It's priceless. Honestly, I don't think I've run it back into the fire any time without having invested in either a therapist or a coach myself. 
because it's so scary, right? (laughs) It's really scary. It's really challenging. But in order to have the things that you're wanting, to create the things that you're wanting, to hold the things, to experience the things, to feel the things that you're wanting, you have to change your figure in order to hold them. You have to go through the hard, scary shit and able to, to cultivate them. I just wanted to give you a couple of personal examples here about a couple of times when I've had to run into the fire and when I've had those same inner critic thoughts of, I really just want to be happy. I just want to be me. I just want to move through the next few months, the next few years in order to be the person that I really wanted to be. I've had longings of just like, can we just bypass this thing? Can we just like, do I really have to do this? Like, I wish I didn't have to do this. Why me? I had those victim mentality thoughts when I was early on in this journey. Of course, because we're all human. But like if I look back now, so when I was doing my therapy year work, right, years and years ago in my early 20s, there was absolutely times when I would look at my friends and be like, oh, I just wish that I was like them. I wish that I wasn't going through therapy now. I wish that I was better. I wish that I was more happy and grounded in myself. I wish I knew who my authentic self was already. I wish I could just like bypass all this hard, scary stuff to be the person that I knew I was, you know, to declutter, to heal. But would I have changed that? Like what, looking back, I'm like, there's no way in hell that I would have but I just wouldn't be the person I am now if I hadn't have done that. Like there's no way that I could have got to where I am now if I hadn't have taken that leap of faith, if I hadn't have deeply trusted in myself, if I hadn't have invested in myself through that support, right? Like there's just no way that I would still be here talking about this in this way, right? It's just, I was just, I was going to say a completely different person, but I'm not, I'm, I'm more myself now than ever than I ever have before but that older version of me was just a really small shell of me that needed to do a lot of healing a lot of growth and a lot of inner work right and so I'm so so grateful that I did do it and you know hindsight's a wonderful thing and I was also probably really naive at the start and I didn't realize what was ahead of me but if I had have known you know, the, the end result and where I am now, then there's no way that I would have wanted to bypass all that, even though it's uncomfortable. It's some of the most deeply rewarding and fulfilling work that you'll ever do, that I have ever done. And, you know, that's my personal experience. But I really think that any kind of investment in yourself and your growth is a win-win. It's the gift that keeps on giving forevermore, for months and years and years to come. And I remember my therapist at the time used to say to me, it's so good that you're doing this inner work on yourself now. And I'm like, really? I'm in my 20s. I should be out partying and having fun and, you know, letting loose. And now I'm like going to therapy every week, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) That was my mindset, right? But I so get it now. I so get what she was saying. And I am so, so grateful that I did it then and not now. Oh, well, you know, it's an ever, it's a ever, um, 
it's an ever evolving journey, right? I mean, I'm still committed to my growth and my personal development, but that really tough therapy stuff that I had to do early on, I'm really glad that I did that then. And hey, look, if you're further down the journey or at a different age than I was when I did it, please don't let your mind judge you. Where you are right now is perfect. Your timeline is your timeline. We don't have, you know, there's no set timeline or right and wrong here. I truly believe that, you know, the people, the resources and the support will come into your world when you need it, when you're ready. And that's an important part of this, right, is being ready to do that. Because like we've said all along, it takes work, it takes commitment, it takes being courageous and taking action. You can't sit by, you know, nothing changes if nothing changes. Do you, do you know that quote? So true though, right? And then if I look to, say, another another time when I had to run back into the fire, and that was my decision to leave physio and go full-time in my coaching business and go all in on my dreams. And that was scary. Like, I can recall times when, you know, early on in my coaching days where my inner critic did doubt me where I did feel like I had a bit of imposter syndrome, where there were so many uncertainties and what-ifs around finances and how will I make it work and, you know, was this right and why are you leaving physio? You're such a wonderful physio. What the hell is coaching? Like I had people throwing all of these comments at me left, right and centre and my inner critic was making them up too. But I look back now and I'm like, would I want have wanted to bypass all of this? And absolutely, there was a part of me at the time that was like, can we just like get to the end result of what I'm meant to be doing and just be doing it? Like, Do I have to do all like the hard work at the start? Yeah, of course, that was that was true for me at times. But the journey that I went on was enormous and I absolutely would not be the coach I am today And I wouldn't have the business that I have today, which I am forever grateful for, if I hadn't have done the inner work that enabled me to step up and out and really come home to myself to really live in alignment and to listen to my soul's calling. And it was really scary. There was challenges. There always is, right? There always is. Packaged up in different ways, of course, for different people. But it's so worth it. It's so, so worth it. If I was to go back and, you know, now knowing how I feel now, you know, so in alignment, so true to myself, so alive, so like grateful, deeply, deeply grateful and just freaking loving what I do every single day. And, you know, the beautiful lives that I get to touch and support, I absolutely like if I could do that again if I wasn't feeling that way and I knew that that was the end result and I knew that you know I would absolutely go on that journey again I'd absolutely run back into the fire time and time again and you know what I probably will like I will still do that I will still have to run back into the fire Because it's an ever unfolding journey. There'll always be new challenges, new hiccups, new opportunities for growth. And I really, really, really want to honor myself and honor my soul and do the bloody best I can at living to my fullest potential in this lifetime. I was listening to a podcast 
actually it was probably like a year or two ago now with Rachel Hollis and Ed Milet. And me and one of my coaching besties just loved this and I had like happy tears in my eyes and we always talk about it was Ed Milet's version of what a successful life was, was that at the end of your time here, he said that you were shown the version of yourself that you could have been in this lifetime if you had have lived up to your fullest potential. And he said that his measure of success was that he was exactly that person that he was shown, that he had been brave enough to be himself and to fully live out his true potential in this lifetime. And I just freaking love that analogy and that idea. And at the time, I was just like bawling my eyes out because inside of me a couple of years ago, there was still so much unlived potential that I could feel, but I hadn't fully been brave enough to express it, to live it out. But now I am, and I know there's more to that. I know I'm going to have to keep running back into the fire. But the thing is that as you do it, you learn that you're going to be okay. You learn that it's actually a really wonderful thing. That as you get triggered, as more challenges pop up, as more hurdles are thrown your way, because they will be, then you can look at them with curiosity. You can look at them in a really positive way of, ah, okay, so what's the lesson here? Like, what do I need to learn about? What do I need to grow? How, how do I need to grow? And keep going back, run into the fire, feel uncomfortable, challenge yourself, have those supportive people around you to guide you and to support you and uplift you in that process, to tell you that it's going to be okay, even when it feels unbearably scary and hard, so that you grow so that you change, so that you transform. I think when we're talking about transforming, the analogy of a butterfly just always comes to me. You know, because we know that a butterfly goes through so many different stages in order to blossom into a beautiful butterfly. You know, it's the caterpillar, the chrysalis, the, the butterfly. But can't you, like, can you imagine the growing pains that they have to go through to become this beautiful butterfly? How they literally transform their figure to experience something new, to create something new, to grow, to evolve. That's the same thing with us. It's just that it's not a physical thing. We don't see it on the outside, but you sure as hell feel it on the inside. And that's when everything starts to shift. It's like the inner clogs, the inner working kind of slots into place. And then your whole exterior, external world starts to change. You start to act in a different way. You start to call in different people, new opportunities. You create more abundance and wealth for yourself in different ways because you believe that you're worthy of it. Because you've allowed yourself to do the inner work to experience those things, to have those things. It's not always easy. It's not always rainbows and butterflies. It's not always the, you know, the outcome or the result that we're so wanting to experience and to feel the shiny object, right? But it's these moments 
small moments. It's the temporary discomfort for the long-term gain. It's the temporary discomfort for the long-term gain. I can't stress that enough. Our minds make it up to be something so much bigger, so much scarier, so much harder than it actually is. Do you know the the real simple thing is actually to decide that you're going to take the courageous action, decide that you're going to change, or decide that you're going to commit to yourself and your growth no matter what from this, this day forward. And then actually the doing is a whole lot easier. Yes, it's scary. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Yes, it stretches you. Yes, there's a few growing pains along the way. But our minds make it up to be this ginormous thing. And it's literally the short-term discomfort for the long-term gain. You know, for a life that's so authentic, that's in alignment with you, that feels expansive, that's abundant, that's living up to your truest potential, that just feels so magical. It is possible for you. 1000% it's possible for you. It's possible for every single human being. We just have to be brave enough to run back into the fire to change. We have to overcome the mindset, the inner critic stuff that holds us in the world of comfortableness, of the world of safeness, of safety, but that really doesn't feel that good. It's the old comfy couch that you could sit on for ages, but is that your true potential? Is there more for you in this lifetime? Can you experience and hold and create more? Absolutely. 100%. So, yes, growing and change and transformation is uncomfortable. Sometimes we just want to jump forward and skip all the hard, the messy middle bits. I know that I've been there too. But if we do, then we miss out on the gift of evolution, of the gift of growth. Remember, the growth happens in the journey, not the outcome. If we want to skip fast the journey and just get the outcome, you're probably just going to repel it away again because you haven't changed internally. And lastly, my biggest piece of advice with any of this is to one, know that it's temporary discomfort for the long-term gain, but also to invest in yourself through some kind of support, whatever that looks like for you, whether that's your own coach, your own therapist, or a healer, or someone similar, but someone who is aligned with you, who's experiencing or achieved or has experience in the world where of, of what you're wanting, of what you're needing to move through, someone that you really love and that you connect with, and then dive all in. Commit to it no matter what. You 100% got this. And remember that Ed Milet analogy of what a successful life is? Please don't keep us waiting. Please share your fullest, most authentic expression of who you are. Please share your unique gifts and talents with the world. Please don't hold back. Please don't shy away in the comfort zone. 
please come home to yourself. Please be 100% authentically you and true to yourself because we need your special gifts and talents. We need you. You're here for a reason and we need you. Wasn't that epic? For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world. 